Broadcasting live from Business Radio X Studios in Pensacola, Florida. This is I-10 Wired Radio. Brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, App River, and 850 Media. For more information, please visit i10wired.com. And now, here is your host. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here, uh, I-10 Wired uh, 2018 Summit. Uh, and we're on episode, I think this is four after the last two days. And I have the absolute best cybersecurity team, people that know math and numbers and adult stuff in the nation, right here at this table. And they go by the acronym of UWF. <laughs> so actually, I'm going to let them introduce themselves by all means. Sure. Thanks for having us. I'm Iman Al-Sheikh. I'm director at the UWF Center for Cybersecurity. Good morning, everyone. My name is Guy Garrett. I'm the assistant director. Tankar uh, Ghosh. I'm the associate director of the Center for Cybersecurity. My name is Carson Wilbur. I'm a student at UWF, and I'm a cybersecurity ambassador for the center. Man, you picked the right crowd to hang out with. So, um, okay, for those that don't know, what does the cybersecurity center do other than secure cyber? So we really want to advance cybersecurity, starting with our regional community as well as our national community. So we work as a hub, uh, working locally, internally within the university to make sure that we have the best quality cybersecurity programs and working with partners in the community to increase interest and awareness as well as resiliency for businesses and organizations. And so this is a pretty young program at UWF, correct? Pretty much, we were designated as a National Center of Academic Excellence um, in two, about two, three years ago. And last year, we were designated as the National Resource Center for the Southeast U.S. for yeah, cybersecurity. You sort of took the reins and ran with it, didn't you? We're having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, <while> <laughs> you're breaking some barriers. <laughs> Very cool. So, uh, so how does the, how do y'all's roles fold into the cybersecurity center? Like, like sort of give me a day in the life of. Well, the role of any assistant director is to make things happen. And uh, I came out of the Gulf Coast State College. I built Sector 512 and uh, got to watch our core Tigers program, our seniorization plays third yesterday. So that was great. We actually cool. ran the competition here. And okay. using the Florida Cyber Range, of course, uh, we have a great partnership with Matova and we were able to bring that product to this range. Uh, Chad Hoy and Stephen Basil did a great job of doing the engineering behind the scenes. And that gave the students from high school to universities to state colleges an opportunity to test their skills. What's really nice about this is we're going to go back and do a report that says, okay, these are the skills aligned with the National Cybersecurity Workforce Framework right. that you're working on. These were the things you, you did okay on, and this is what you need to improve when you give them that feedback. And that's what we're trying to do is interact with these different student populations, whether they're incumbent workers that we're trying to help brush up their skills or get mm -hmm. certifications, or they're young students that hopefully uh, will matriculate to one of our local colleges, especially UWF, and major in this and be the cyber warriors of the future. So I, I, I picture, like, are there recruiters there? They're like dudes in black suits, like, waiting to find the next best hacker person? We hear a lot from employers and companies that say they don't want to come to traditional career fairs anymore. They want to come to competitions and events like yeah. this and see how students not only compete and the knowledge and skills they know related to cybersecurity, but also how they work as a team, how they solve problems, how they communicate. Yeah. So I think forums like I-10 are so, so, so great for bringing employers and industry and academia together, but also for students, our students to see along the Gulf Coast and what we call the Cyber Coast, all the 
amazing things that are happening right here and all the great career opportunities. Yeah, as an employer, like what a great way to do the interview process. Like let's just put it to the test in the field because everybody's got their game face on when it comes to interview day and your resume and all that. But when you're in the field, you can't lie. You can't lie with this stuff, right? I mean, if you, you're either good or you're not. Well, why don't we ask well, Carson? Let's ask, let's ask Carson about this. <laughs> Have you got a lot of job offers yet, Carson? Uh, it's crazy how many I get actually on, yeah. on a day-to-day basis. Um, don't through leave. means here, um, networking with people here, um, through even LinkedIn, um, seeing the competitions and things that I've been at, and other events that I've been out in the yeah. public. Um, it's just crazy how much that I get. And at this point, I just I direct them to other students that I know are really good in cyber security because it's overwhelming yeah so really being out in the field it, it does work and how, how long do you have left as a student so i will be here until spring 2020 so wow. about so a year you, and a half so not even not even done yet and he's already getting yeah well, not even done. three degrees yeah. so let's <laughs> all right in all fairness yeah. right so uh, yeah one of them one of them is cybersecurity, but also computer science and math so i'm kind of all over the place yeah well they all kind of go together though don't they yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of them they, the the courses are similar. Some of the background is similar, especially when it comes to math. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little about our Cyber Ambassadors program? Yeah, so we get to actually go out and not just pull in university students to do these kind of in-the-field events, but we go out ourselves to the high schools and try to expose high school students and even now um, dripping down into middle school to show them how to be in the field with cybersecurity. So there's programs like Cyber Patriot that where our, our team of five ambassadors is, is mentoring these high school and middle school teams to learn how to do cybersecurity in the field um, and show off their skills to employers, um, as well as just go out and show them some demonstrations that we have, some things that we can show them that are easy to set up, easy to do, and really display their knowledge or get them to learn more about cybersecurity. So, are, and are you getting a, a pretty warm feedback? It, it's... Incredible. Um, all of the schools have been reaching out to us now uh, proactively to try and get in touch with us because they've heard about us through other schools or professors or students. So we are now um, have so many schools that want us to be out running programs with them that we're, we're all over the place, and, and it's great. Um, it's driving us to learn more, and it's driving us to teach these students more. Very cool. So, uh, so I think what we're going to have to do actually is we're going to pause because I think they're going to do another speaker here. So I'm going to let everybody know, stay tuned, and if you guys can stick around after the, come back after the speaker, sure, and we'll finish it absolutely. Because okay. I know this is a this is a long conversation that I would like to have. And <laughs> I don't want to rush it at all. So not a problem. Okay, absolutely. guys, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back to iTin Wires. Keith Herbert here, and uh, we just had uh, I cannot remember the keynote's name, but we had another speaker, and then we had lunch that we had to take care of so but now we're back to talk about some more of uh cyber and i've got this weird word in front of me that i think i've only probably heard or used maybe twice in my life but consortium and uh you're going to tell me what that's all about uh well the, the idea is to uh, bring together um people from industry academy and government on the table folks who are doing <clears throat> some great things in cybersecurity who share our our vision, we have common goal. Um, so just to have those interested folks come together and solve each other's problems, because we bring unique problems and challenges, and we also bring unique expertise um, and, uh, onto the table. And we um, wanted to solve the problem, um, the bigger problem. We wanted to help the society in, uh, at large, um, and we want to use expertise from everyone who would like to be part of it. So that's what we call a consortium. We don't know what it will be called, honestly, but... Um, it's, like a, it's like a big collaboration, right? You just get all yeah, the minds it, in one room and see what right, happens. Right, right. So, so we do acknowledge that we have 
unique problems that we uh, we have, and then we have expertise that we bring on the table, and we want to use this expertise to solve the problems and move forward. Yeah. So, how does one become part of this consortium? Well, first step is let us know. So we're certainly the Center for Cybersecurity. We were talking about how we want to serve as the um, hub and the liaison for our community and for our region. So email us at cybersecurity at uwf.edu if you're interested or if you have ideas for what we could do to kind of advance the greater good. uh, That's kind of cool. So for those that can't see, there's this awesome little drone like buzzing by our heads right now. (laughs) It's very cool. Bring it here. Yeah, exactly. So... Okay, so what are some of the unique problems that you all are, are calling sort of order to? Like what, like specifically, what are some things that you guys want to address? Well, certainly, like I think the big challenge right now is trying to get enough in, first interest and awareness on cybersecurity. Right. And um, how do we get more people in the career field and up to date with the knowledge and skills to actually protect our systems, our communities, our nation? Um, so our outer workforce. space moon bases, exactly. which apparently I heard about today, that <laughs> yeah. the, the cyber, struggle is real. Cyber uh, <laughs> space is real as well. Um, and so that's a big challenge. If we look at, we were talking about across the country, there's 300,000 unfilled jobs in cybersecurity. Right here in Northwest Florida, there's over 1,300 unfilled um, jobs. Um, we're projected to be at a global shortage of 2.5 million in, 20, in two years if we don't do That's something about it. And so what we want to do is kind of put creative minds together to how do we kind of address those needs? How do we get more people interested and how do we get the workforce up to date and current with what's needed to so protect? I think you need some form of like lawnmower man uh, matrix invention where we can just mm. like plug it right into the brain and download it all. Um, or the magic wand. Well, yeah, we sure. could, where we could lo- where we could learn it that if fast. We, if we can create the magic wand, I mean, all up, we can we all don't have work one? together. To, we don't have one. No, <laughs> we don't have one. We would probably we need one. Or so 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 some of the workforce development is definitely one of the big the big challenges we, we mm-hmm. face today, as as uh, uh, Iman was saying. Um, how can we collaborate? <coughs> uh, how can academia work with uh, with employers? How can academia work with government? How can employers work with government to to uh, to um, create skilled workforce for cybersecurity? Sure. Uh, sometimes small businesses and medium-sized businesses they have uh, resource constraint. Uh, they sometimes come to us and ask for help, and that's what the consortium can help as well <coughs> to help small businesses solve their cybersecurity problems. And then there are other problems, too. There are other challenges as well that we can all work together to solve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of leads segue right, right into uh, Andrew here because it, you work for a staffing company, so you know all about this plate, don't you? Oh, yeah. We definitely help uh, small businesses solve problems on the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not cybersecurity, but with uh, employee relations issues. Um, and, and you guys are exactly right. One of the things we've realized from our staffing department is that the jobs are there, the candidates are not. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, so, so in cybersecurity, is it just because there's such a big learning curve or is it just because all the technology is so new? Um, it's a little, I think it's, it's a complex problem. I think part of the problem is it's also very abstract that it scares people away. Yeah, um, so, sure. so, you know, people think, what is cybersecurity? What does that mean? And it tends to drive um, down, you know, diversity because we see, for example, uh, women, girls, and uh, underrepresented groups not interested or afraid to go mm-hmm. into cybersecurity. And so one of our goals is to just kind of bring it more to 
perspective to what, how relate it to real people's lives, sure. right? Talk about your iPhone, for example. Talk about the security hacks um, for our ambassadors that go out to school. Talk about, you know, the hacks that could happen through your connected uh, Xbox device yeah. or um, things like that. Or exactly. Um, and nest. <laughs> right. And sometimes that's enough to kind of drive that spark that then will lead to more learning and realize, oh, this is cool after yeah. all. So I like the way, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he was like, you know, this is, this is not going away. So if you were looking for a career that's got some stability, <laughs> predictability, <laughs> I would say that's it, right? It's, I mean, you, you uh, we hope so. The rest I, of, of our uh, lives, what, for sure. What we think uh, 10 years, 15 years, even, we don't know how long down the road, um, cybersecurity is it's not going away. It's even getting more, uh, more prominent, more important. I mean, the issue is, the issue we, we have today, I mean, it's a serious issue. And we all share the, the, the seriousness and uh, the, sevi- the severity up. of the issue that's going on. And, yeah. and we, we look at other countries. We, had, we were having some, we, we saw a keynote this morning. We saw the, uh, the gentleman um, from General Dynamics, he mm-hmm. gave a talk. So we saw what other countries are doing um, and compared to some other countries who have taken up cybersecurity as their one of their topmost priority in the mm-hmm. country, in the nation. I don't think we are doing uh, anything at that level yet yeah. uh, in, in, in this country. And we need to be. We, we, we need to be, yes. I have a question. Are they are these two-year degrees or four-year degrees? Could be both, Could really. Be both. I mean, so, you know, certainly there's a lot of, we're talking about 300,000 unfilled jobs across the country. They're at all levels and they're in various sectors as well. So you're talking about, you know, entry-level jobs that perhaps with some training and a two-year degree, there's the applied kind of network security jobs, um, uh, information level jobs. There's also the need for kind of the more advanced complex problems, as Turthenkar pointed out with, for example, looking at critical infrastructure security, securing our uh, power grid systems, our energy, our transportation that are going to require more advanced knowledge, skills, and abilities. And so it really depends. I think the way we try to pitch it to students is regardless of what you're interested in, interested in, you can kind of learn some cybersecurity knowledge and skills, and there are great jobs waiting, whether whether your interest is in IT or engineering or psychology or communications or law. There's a need for all those people in the cyber field. And they're well-paying jobs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I always try to remind myself, like, if anybody has ever been around after a really bad hurricane... So that's how I picture the cyber attack, right? You've got no power, you've got no lights, you've got no w- running water, you've got no internet, no cash from the ATM. Like, like everything is literally connected, and if it goes down, it's we're done. And it's, there's no backup plan. <laughs> it's real. I mean, it's real. Look at, um, you know, just recently the city of Atlanta went yeah. down, you know, due to ransomware. Look mm-hmm. at the, um, you know, the... D- d- internet attack outage that was across the east and west coast. Look at um, other countries where they've had their uh, power grids taken down. So it's real. And, you know, we don't we don't say that in a scary way. We say that to say that this is should be motivating. That's what we tell students is that this is important to us as individuals, to us as a community, and to us as a nation. Um, and so there's great opportunities for people to get involved and to really help ser- ser- serve the mission. Yeah, very cool. Okay, so we're getting flagged for another talk. So, uh, And I know you didn't get much time, but we're going to get you back up here. So, But for right now, I just want you guys to give out uh, any contact information or website information. uwf.edu slash cybersecurity. Or you can email us at, U- at cybersecurity at uwf.edu. Go for it. 
uh, www.landrumhr.com, or you can call us at uh, 850-476-5100. Great. All right, you guys, you can find us at I-10 Wired, and we'll see you on the next show. Thank you. Thanks. This has been I-10 Wired Radio. For more information, visit I-10Wired.com. I-10 Wired Radio is brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, App River, and 850 Media. Thank you.